0: It is Tristan with Nerdettes Newsstand and today we are going to talk about the long Halloween part one. Now this is brand new to the DC animated universe and I want to talk about it but before I get into spoilers I want to say this. Fans of the original comic book will find a lot in here easter eggs and things to love they will absolutely like the changes and i think there is a specific reason for it and also new fans will enjoy this all at the same time so this is going to be an absolute recommend but if you go any further beyond this point i'm going to warn you about spoilers now if you are new Please make sure you hit subscribe. Leave me a comment down below. Let me know what you think of this movie. Or if you haven't had a chance to see it, let me know what you think of the original comic book. It's always been a classic, but there have been people that didn't necessarily like Tim Sale's art or absolutely loved it. It really kind of went both ways, right? So let me know what you think. As always, hit like. Now let's talk about the long Halloween Part one, and there is a lot to talk about. But the original comic book was always so good. I love mob stories. I would say the Falcone family uh, is one of my favorite concepts to go into because it's such a good way of looking at humanity instead of these, you know, overzealous kind of like you know Joker and stuff like that. Those over I guess overzealous is the word to use here. Um, Costumed villains, right? So, let's talk about the original work just a little bit. There are some things within this that I didn't like. But this was kind of always, to me, the origin of Two-Face. And he's, you know, Harvey Dent is the protagonist in this story. And then you have Carmine Falcone, who is the antagonist. And I loved how... They put Batman in and Batman is very new in this story. Not necessarily brand new, but he's, he's learning and honing his detective skills. And they do make that clear, almost kind of beat you over the head too much with it in the movie because at points you hear, uh, this weird emphasis on him being a bad detective, which was one of my cons in this movie and Batman saying he never intended to be a detective. I was just like, wait a minute. I get he's new, but you're putting too much emphasis on it. So I'm hoping within part two, we kind of see him come into his own. Now, there is a lot of, a, lo- a little bit of changes, but the fact that this story was always left so ambiguous and kind of for the viewer to figure out was what made it so great. It almost compares to me to something Like the killing joke that was left ambiguous too. Some of the best stories are left that way. So you can contemplate and think and discuss and debate. And that's why I love this. You, you can talk to people for a long time about who is holiday? Which person is the killer? Which one is it? You know, is it three? Is it two? Is it one? You have to really look and you know you can always go back and look for clues which I've done plenty of times but they're they they kept that greatness about it now they did eliminate one which could come back but well let's get right into you know the basis of it i do like that tim Sales art was referenced in the opening monologue um i wish and i know that the studio they are using doesn't necessarily sway from their original style that they've had for a few uh different movies now right so i wasn't expecting something like along the lines of um you know justice league dark which was not that long ago and it was fantastic fantastic but they did keep in stuff that i really really loved like the direct references to the godfather and the godfather 2 right with the smelling of the rose or the way the first murder was done. Those were direct references jeffa made to those movies, and a lot of what was taken and put into The Long Halloween was kind of taken off of, you know, a lot, inspired, I would say, by the Godfather movies. Now, hands down, I would say, in my opinion, best Ma- Mafia movie is Goodfellas, but, you know what, I've only seen it probably 200 times, but Another thing that they removed that I really wish they had not because it could have spun off her own movie was the fact that Catwoman, the reason, and it could change, there is still a part two, right? So it could change. But the reason why Catwoman was always able to find Carmine is because she thought that she was the daughter of Carmine Falcone, or at least had some sort of idea that, you know, quite possibly that could be her father. Now, nothing's been hinted at that, and actually, the screenwriter in this is Tim Sheridan, and he is doing Teen Titans Academy right now, and he is set to do Shazam, which comes out, I believe, next month, and the director is Chris Palmer. So, the the way they shifted things, I understand, but... They could have done one of my favorite Catwoman stories, one of my favorite stories altogether, which is a spinoff of this when in Rome by, you know, again, Tim Sale and Jeff uh, Lieb. But I think they kind of eliminated that at this point. But even so, one thing I really miss, and this is going to be my biggest gripe about it, Is the shadow work There was always that foreboding With the shadow work that was done In Tim Sale's art You could, you know, look back And you could look at the way that Two-Face was done There was a lot of duality In that shadow work There was a lot of emphasis put onto that And that's completely gone In this And I think that's a shame Because it really brought a lot of the elements together And you know, the story was all about balance, at least in my opinion. It was all about duality and balance, duality of family and work life. You see, you know, Gordon and Barbara, his wife, and they did fix the Barbara problem that was originally in <laughs> the long Halloween where Barbara Gordon was his niece instead of his daughter. And they did fix it. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this uh, with my nephews and in the whole time they're going, oh, anime is better. This is better. Mm, How can you like this more than anime? This is boring. And they're just, you know, giving me so much shit. And I love it. And it's hilarious. And little Barbara Gordon shows up in police officer. And one of my nephew goes, but how is that possible? She's a woman. And I just died laughing. I'm like, oh my God, you have my humor. I fucking love it. It was the best thing ever. But anyways (laughs) side, side note there um they did fix that problem so you know barbara is back to being gordon's daughter and we did get to see you know james jr too also but they weren't there wasn't an emphasis on that but the reason why they show james and harvey both on the floors and off the floors is to show that balance and the fact that You see it work for James Gordon, right? It's important because it doesn't work for Harvey and Gilda. It doesn't. And he hasn't ever really figured out how to make that work. And what does that create? Well, we, we create on one size, one side with Gordon, this family life that, you know, is pretty great. And then on the other side, you create a monster. So I, I really enjoyed it. Um, let's go. I've got, this pulled up here for um the long halloween and i want to go through a little bit of it again being very careful we've got spoilers here so we only went through month or the fourth one right we only went through they've still got valentine's day to go so we're just gonna look here right so they did um i don't know how they're gonna do that now of course there's a lot There are really great scenes in here but when you've got 13 comics to go through in 12 months and you've only gone through four. This was an 85 minute movie. How are you going to do that in part two? I, I feel like it wasn't balanced, but yet the pacing was still very quick. So it was, you know, it it was, I don't know if they're going to have to make it longer in my opinion, but we saw some great scenes with Joker um, in the airplane, just as you would have expected. They did, go a little, you know, deeper on the teeth, kind of reminiscing something of Tim Sale, but not too much. Uh, Troy Baker played the Joker. He did a fantastic job. Troy Baker always does a great job when it comes to these. Now, I will say when it comes to the voice acting, Naya Rivera did Catwoman, and I have another complaint about Catwoman, but Naya Riviera recently passed away. I loved her in Glee. She was, I loved her growing up. So the whole time when I'm hearing her voice, it wasn't that she was doing a bad job. It was that I was hearing the person behind it because of the fact that my mind knew, you know, this woman is, is gone. And with her last breath, she saved her son. So that's what I'm thinking the whole time. Now that, that went away by the end of the movie, but I'm just like, Catwoman's really the hero because she's Naya Riviera and she saved her son and it's so cute and, and and it's kind of to honor her right I think this is was her last work so um the the main thing I have to say about Catwoman I have two complaints like I said earlier was that they it was um Tim Sheridan when writing this for some reason broke them up now I don't know why because that's silly <laughs> and then the only thing I can think of is we're going into the Poison Ivy stuff. Maybe that has something to do with it. And then her suit. Okay, her suit in the long Halloween is amazing. Like, I love the coloring. The ears are a little too much for me, right? But um, I always love those boots. I know in, in real life, it's not going to work. They're They're too big at the top. They're going to fall down. They would have to be skin tight to stay up. But I absolutely love the styling of it. And there, it was nothing. And I mean, nothing like that in the movie. And at the end, near the end, when we see um and tone what's his name anthony not anthony i know his name i'll pull it up here but when he gets shot um the the person that's the other holiday why can't i think of his name alberto jesus pete's when we see him get shot and he clearly gets shot here this isn't faked and we see a man run um she says bruce and that's so out of character for selena to do they cut her hair off too i don't like that Um, but those are small complaints she would never say bruce though that's a big deal she doesn't just yell bruce when she sees batman it's very likely he would have showed up anyways because of the fact that they were on the yacht her yelling bruce was completely out of character and now i think the reason it was done is to cement the idea that he's not alberto is not coming back they still went with like is, you know, you're, you're not the good son. You, I sent you away. They still went through the same storyline, but there's no way he can come back. There's absolutely no way with knowing who, you know, Batman is and getting shot and thrown off. Now, originally he faked his own death and then kind of became the imposter, right? He did, um, he did kill at the end, but that was the only, you know, for Salvador, uh, Maroni He did kill him at the end. But that was the only one, at least in my eyes, that I thought he had murdered. The rest of them, I felt like, were beginning with Gilda. You know, you go probably to month four with Gilda, and then Harvey takes over. And, you know, he takes kind of uh uh credit for them all, right? So I don't know where they're going to go with this. And I know the reason why they're doing it is to have a definitive killer, and I almost think that is detrimental to the story because like I said in the beginning, that ambu- ambiguity really makes for some good conversations and really makes for some good debates online and, and in forums and in the comment section. It really does. Um, I'd be curious who you guys think who you know did most of the, the holiday murders or who holiday was. Obviously we have the three, but I'd be curious. So, as an origin story, as the beginning of this, it was fantastic. It is absolutely a recommend. Now, the things I said, it doesn't sound like I think it's fantastic, but I also know the source material so well. I I come I um kind of compare back and forth all the time. That's just something I'm do. Some of them aren't even necessarily bad. It's just something I notice. So I. Think, you know, going through this and going through the story, having the goal ultimately to be dismantling the, you know, Falcone crime family and having the shadowy gunmen, you know, attack different people, use the gun with the nipple, go through and every single thing starting on Halloween. uh, As the year progresses, it's getting really, really good. And it's not clear. I'm still wondering how they're going to do it. And I've read the source material that, you know, that in itself is a reason enough for me to recommend it. I really enjoyed it. I think you'll enjoy it. And I think there's a lot to talk about in it, but we still got to wait, what, six weeks or so for the part two to come out. But, but you know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? Once part two comes out, there's a little snippet of seeing Injustice, and then we'll get a trailer. So uh, I'm all about this being over. I want to see Injustice. No, I'm just kidding. I love, I love the long Halloween. It's much more, much more of a true adaptation than something like Hush, even though I didn't mind Hush. It is much better done, and it is impressive. It really, really is. So let me know, of course, what you guys think, if you've had the chance to see this movie or not.